You are listening to the North Shore 9 podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Live. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Tyler, a.k.a. Wagner to Kutch. What's up, Tyler? How's quarantine treating you? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. For those who probably have been wondering why I've been on for a while. So I did uh, I did the post game on Sunday, right? When I came, I said I came back. No, on Saturday. I did the post game on Saturday. Yeah. When I came back from Tampa, straight from the car. Um, and that was it for me. So some point in time, whether it was in Tampa, before Tampa, I got COVID. So I've been out. Still feeling a bit on the weather, but hey, this is my this is my Jordan game. I got my Gatorade with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> Dear Lord. I mean, someone's got to pick up the slack when Jim's on this show. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's been me carrying the freaking podcast. It has Every been. night. <laughs> it's, that's crazy. And, and unfortunately, I, I am starting to get a little scratchy throat and I'm afraid of what's coming. <laughs> Because it's summertime and I wouldn't be getting a cold. Right. So. Right. Yeah, starting to get a little run down. So I'm we, telling you, man, this was terrible. I already had it. Yeah, I know. I know you actually everyone did. Right? You had it, Ryan, Jim. Jim had it. <clears throat> even Cody had it, I think. Yeah. So I went this long without getting it. But yeah, like I woke up Sunday with a, a sore throat. I mean, just whatever. Like it felt, you know, sore throat. I was, yeah. you know, how like you know you travel sometimes you come back and yeah, yeah. That's how I thought I was going to be. What at least up here weather's changing. Sometimes like allergies. Right. Yeah. That that part. But I also tested and I came back negative. But I mean, that was just like on Sunday as well, <clears> Sunday <throat> night. So that might be too soon. But man, I mean, just the sweats I was having, the fevers, everything. But yeah. whatever. We're not going to get into that. But I'm back. Not better than ever, but I'm back. Jim's not here. We got a show. Shocking. Pirates have taken three out of four from the Cubs. O'Neill Cruz gets called up. Bly Madris calls out. Like, and that's the thing, too. You guys mentioned it. Like The games I go out is when all the fun happened. Yeah. You're the no fun police. So maybe or that's the fun police, whatever it is. So maybe that's the key. Maybe the key ingredient to the power success is me not existing. I think that's a, something we need to test out. I'm willing to take one for the team. I mean, if that's what it takes, I'll remove myself. <laughs> no, I, I think we should test it out with me being off for a few days. Okay. Just test the waters a little bit here. Yeah. All right. I could deal with that. But let's let's talk about this Pirates team. I know you've been talking on every every single night, but let's talk some more. Um, and, and again yeah, today, right. like the Pirates squeak out today's win. Eight to seven, three out of four. And today's wasn't pretty, but they came back and won. Did you watch? How much of the start did you watch today? So I watched most of it. Um, it's day games are tough. Yeah. So you get in and out of it. I look around. I, I'm watching. What was it? Six one. Will Crow gets in some trouble. I see it six three. Take a client, walk back, seven six, 
Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. A lot of uh, mismanagement, I think, but that's what happens when you don't have a bullpen. Offense was alive again. Mm-hmm. Hit the ball over the wall, and that's what happens. Cabrian Hayes hits the ball over the wall. That was a shot as well, deepest part of the park. Yes, it was. Right over Jim's notch. Brian Re- yep. Brian Reynolds gets one out, and then Chavis comes through. So, so so what's going on with Chavis? I feel like every time we start to poo-poo on him, he's like, screw you guys, NS9. And he just turns it around and just starts yeah. dominating. Because he, as you you made it a big point, I think, last week, how he's slumping again, he's slumping again, and then boom, yeah. he comes back. Big, big game today for Michael Chavis. Yeah. Uh, once again, a lefty on the bump, though. Right. Which is should be when he really succeeds. We're still talking about a guy with a 102 WRC plus after today. Yeah, I get it. But I that's, mean, that's also with the you, slump he had. Right, but I mean, you can't throw it out. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. So um, he's just streaky. I mean, he's not really a patient hitter. He jumps on early fastballs. And when he gets them, he hits them hard. And whenever guys don't give him early fastballs, he struggles. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to take that with him. That's what he is. And we know he's not going to be a full-time player, but what he is, is a, a competent player. Again, he's going to be a platoon guy, a role player in the future. Right now, he's not going to be that because it's the 2022 Pirates. But still, like I, I like what I see from Michael Michael Chavis. And again, yeah, like, I, he was a huge part of today's win. A huge part, offensively and defensively. Yeah, I mean, he's coming into the day, he was in 314 off the left or off, uh, yeah, lefties. It's just 148 WRC plus against them. The guy is going to be a great platoon guy. Yes. Agreed. Also, he's, he's playing a very good first base right now. He had a really strong game today. I mean, the, the play he made and then throwing to the home plate, right, to get that out yeah. was, was crucial. Great defensive play. The fact that he has to catch balls from O'Neill Cruz like that, like the, the fact that he has to catch it and how bad that hurts. But also, and this comes with the ter- territory with Ono Cruz. And this is not something we shot away from. We understand this is going to be some of the give and the take you get. He doesn't make the most accurate throws. And there's been two times that I recall, um, one being today, that he really saved Ono Cruz on, on one of those throws. So, like you're saying, like defensively, he's playing outstanding, and he's not like he's a big guy. Like, Odo Cruz should be the one playing first base. You're thinking of body wise, and Chavis is the one playing on short, yeah. and it's reversed. Yeah, but Chavis doesn't throw 97 across the diamond. So, <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> but, but, but he, he stretched what he had a couple really nice picks yes. today. Like you mentioned, that throw to home. Also, we had a play where it was a chopper. He got the lead runner at second, and I thought there's no way they're getting it out. Oh, Neil Cruz actually saved him there with a pick. Correct. So, I mean, decent defensive game for mm-hmm. the team. Yep. Yep. Um, but let's talk about Jose Quintana. So, talking about decent again. I mean, he faces his 
ex-team, the Cubs, right? Which uh, he came through today. Now, now, mind you, we know this Cubs team isn't great. I mean, it's it's kind of like the Pirates mirrored, right? It's not a fantastic team. Uh, currently worse than the Pirates. But it's not like... I mean, they have a competent lineup, right? The pitching's terrible. The, the lineup's competent. Yeah. But Jose Quintana goes there. He's been struggling a little bit as a late. He comes in, six innings pitch, two earned runs, one walk, six strikeouts, six hits. I mean, he does the thing he needs to do. He looked pretty good again today. Yeah, he... Went out there and pitched well. Shame he doesn't get the win because everybody's all up in arms about wins this year. I don't know why we're back on that. But he pitched well. Like you said, he hasn't been strong lately. And when he has been strong, the strikeout, the walk numbers haven't been great. Mm-hmm. He finally got some swings and misses the day, kept the walks mm-hmm. down. Pitched well, and I'm still on board for keeping him all year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are we close enough to that point where we can have this discussion? We we got like a month's worth of talking about that. I know, I know. Uh, There's still, been enough going on this week to talk about. Right? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. But anyways, um, yeah. yeah. So I felt I felt Quintana pitched rather well today again. Um, and obviously, like I guess the the biggest news of the day really is Cabrian Hayes and his health, right? He scores the yeah. winning run today. Not the best setup from Contreras. I'm not going to go out there and say that was intentional and dirty. I mean, it just is what it is. It wasn't great, but it's not as if it's like, oh, I'm going to take out Cabrian Hayes. Like, no, yeah. that's not what it was. But anyways, <laughs> it wasn't pretty. Cabrian was down. It was like the most, especially in 2022, right? It was like the saddest win the Pirates ever had. Yeah, <laughs> this year, <laughs> you know. So I'm going to be honest. I was working and on the phone at the time, and all I saw was the replay of from like the an- far angle of him sliding into home head first. Yes, and I was scared that there was a Neil Cruz because I couldn't see who it was. All I saw was the one on the back. Uh huh. Because I missed everything that happened before that. All I saw was a replay of him sliding into home. I'm like, oh, please don't be O'Neal Cruz. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's Cabrian Hayes. I was going to say, I mean, like uh, one or the other. Like, <laughs> I don't want either of them to be it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I figured it out. Got you. Yeah, but, it wasn't yeah, uh, Charlie, man. his brother tweeted out that he's fine. So, yeah, I didn't see that. Ian in the chat also said that as well. So, sounds like I'll probably get a day off just for precaution, yeah. but he'll be back in the lineup. So, that's good. Because I was really worried. I mean, is that yeah. a stinger? Is that a concussion? Is that a shoulder? I mean, what's going on? Because he was just yeah, collarbone, <laughs> collarbone. And and <laughs> I saw Ethan Ethan whole hand tweets on today, which is funny because I saw a couple like it. But of course, with this training staff, right? It's it's deemed as nothing now. In three weeks from now, it's going to be all right. He's going to the six day DL. It's a broken collarbone. Because <laughs> <laughs> that Very would be possible. pretty fitting. Uh, and Anthony says, you guys are way too excited for being 24 hours after the Eikhoff start. Um, that didn't exist. Yeah, we did not podcast yesterday, so that show or that game did not happen. That's right. Cody and Mike did yesterday's show. Um, I was under the weather. I didn't, I, I had it on, but I wasn't really watching that close. So, like, it, it didn't exist. So, I, I have nothing to be disappointed about. I've seen nothing but Pirates I- wins. I did not even turn it on because by the time I got home, looked at my phone and checked the score, it was like eight nothing. 
<laughs> it wasn't good. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to move on with my night. Three hit batters in the second inning, I believe, right? Oh, man. I didn't even bother to look. Yeah, I saw... I saw through two and a half, I think, and that's when I stopped, and then I turned it back on late. Oh, I think it turned on the eighth, and then the Pirates had that little run at the end. But, um, yeah, yeah, so that's why we're happy because, again, that game yesterday did not exist. Cubs lost the series. They lost of three. <laughs> yep. But, but, yeah, so back to today's game. So, obviously, it was Hayes, not Cruz, that got injured. But he'll be okay. But let's talk about Cruz even as well. So, oh no, Cruz. I know, nice. If you look at the the stats right now in these four games, he's batting 222, 555 OPS. He does go one for four today, two strikeouts. But he had another very fine defensive play. He showed off that, that glove, he showed off that range. Now, I'll admit, he also had a play where you should have had it. He probably should have had it. They should have had that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Late in the game, which cost yeah. some runs. Um, that's just part of the territory. Like, that's what you're going to get for him. And that's why I want to see him play shortstop to prove to me because he makes some spectacular stuff. I wanted to tweet that he should have had it, but I did not want to have to fight off people at like 3 o'clock on a Thursday while I'm working. Yeah. So I just figured I'd save it for the show. He should. He should have had that. Yeah, that, that was rough because that was a big spot too. I mean, Will yeah. Crow gave her the four runs. De Los Santos comes in. And I even tweeted out, you know, and here's what I'll say. We can talk further about this, but just this situation. When he put De Los Santos in, I was kind of excited for that. I mean, listen, this is, it's kind of goes to what we were talking about last year a lot. This is a, a team that's not going to win. You want to give these guys opportunities, you know, and like, and it, if this was a, playoff team. I'm not putting De Los Santos in there. But you know what? Let's give him that opportunity. I, I was kind of excited for him. I was like, this is a big spot. Let's see what you got. And he kind of did what he needed to do. Gave two ground balls that should have been caught. <coughs> you might get a few of those today. Um, by Cruz and Castillo, and both of them were off the glove. But yeah. Let you cough right into the mic. <clears throat> Um, no, I, I'm muted myself right now. I know. Yeah, I'm. I wasn't upset bringing in De Los Santos, but part, partially because of what you said, and partially because they just got to find some guys that can get outs in big spots right now. You can't go to David Bednar at every sign of trouble, or else he's not going to be available past this year. I mean, if they're truly going after that win, yeah, I would. You go Bednar there, and we'll talk more about that. It's a little weird that he didn't, but I didn't hate going De Los Santos. You got to, like I said, you got to find guys that can get outs at the major right. league level because right now they have like one and a half. I'm trying to figure out that other half. <laughs> right, right. Will right. Crow at this point. Maybe. I mean, he's, 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 he's struggling human a little bit. Right. It's not as if like the past three weeks or month, like he's like just had poor performances. He still looks strong, but he's had some outings where he's looked human. So right now, I mean, of course it cost, took four runs to do it, but his ERA is up to a 335. You know, it's not where it was before. So um, like, like, like you're right. 
Bednar is shut down. Stratton, we have concerns about. Will Crow looks a little more human. He's the half that you mentioned. And it's like outside of that, who's really in this bullpen that you can count on? So, like, you can't blame Shelton for every bullpen decision he makes because there's there's nothing that's really good. So putting De Los Santos in here, I kind of like that. I appreciate it. I don't put this on De Los Santos, even though I think a lot of people said, like, this terrible bullpen or whatever. I mean, he he did the job. Like, two ground balls should have been caught and made. Still, he did walk. It didn't back. happen. He did. I get it. It wasn't the best outing either, but like I'm not putting it on on him. I will say O'Neill Cruz probably should have had that. But on the same sense, the only reason he even got a piece on it is because he's six foot seven. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see the probability on that one. I was trying to find it. Yeah, I'm not sure. But still, I guess thoughts on O'Neill Cruz, what you've seen so far. Uh, I think he's kind of what we expected a little bit. He's hitting the ball hard. He, I think he hit one. I think the double was not a 106 today. Yep. He either lined out or grounded out the shorter third. I think that was 100. He struck out twice against lefties, and all they threw him was breaking balls. I'm, glad we, I'm very glad that Shelton put him out in the lineup today. I fully expected him to sit him. Against the lefty. So I'm glad that we get to see that. But he's got to keep seeing him because he's going to see a heavy dose of off speed against lefties. And he's got to find a way to put the ball in play. We all knew they're swinging, missing his game. And there's lefty on lefty. It's going to happen. So it was good to see him yesterday not strike out, even though I didn't watch. <laughs> right. But, you know, facing a lefty that just heavy slider against him. The second at bat, he looked a little bit lost, like he was expecting all slider, and then he pumped like three straight fastballs at him. Mm-hmm. Like probably should have swung at. Mm-hmm. So just some growing pains we're going to go through. Right. Now, the lefty, we understand, is a bit of a concern. I mean, that is what it is. But what I want to say overall in his game, what I've seen so far from him, he doesn't appear to be like this free swinger up there. He, he's very selective. I mean, I've seen him go into full counts, you know. It's not as if they're just hacking away. Um, So, like, I, I've been impressed with him up to the plate. Um, Obviously, we know he can he can just murder a baseball. We understand that and know that. But, again, like, I am impressed on his pitch selection and, like, recognizing and, and laying off stuff, you know, especially on his first call-up. I mean, when you hear a guy say – what do you expect to see, right? You're going to see a lot of balls hit hard and very far. Like he's very confident himself, which I like to hear too. But with that, it's not as if he's coming up here and pressing and it's like, I want to show off and do this stuff. Maybe through that, that, that ball across the diamond the first time he did, but at the oh. plate, at least he doesn't seem to be doing that. So like, I'm impressed in that sense. Now, obviously against lefties, he's going to struggle a bit. And like you said, if this was like, especially the hurdle days, right? He would have been sitting for short today. <laughs> yep. 100%. Um, so, I do like to see that he was in the lineup today, yes. Yeah, we already talked about defensively. All the talent in the world's there. Oh, like, for sure. Obviously, we hyped the living hell out of him his first game. But we're not stupid. We know there's going to be some struggles. Everyone knows it. He's a rookie. He's 23 years old. He's still pretty raw. So just get used to it and enjoy it. Because it's going to be fun. Correct. It's going to be so fun. 
it's it just I just enjoy the hell out of watching him. He really is. He is a ticket because you guys have said it enough and probably the best. So I don't need to add too much to it. But it's just like the stuff that he can do, you just don't you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna see it nightly. And I think he loves it. I think he like he feeds off it. It just seems like he does. I mean, I love the fact that he's rounding second to third, smiling and laughing. You know, like he's he's having fun, but the same sense. Four seconds ago, he was in the batter's box, staring down the pitcher, wanting to murder him. Like, I mean, I, just, I love that from him. Like his stare in the batter's box. You know what I mean? He's so yeah. intimidating, but yet when you see him in the really field is. too, he has a lot of fun. Yeah, he's he's a freak. He's an alien, and aliens are going to scare you sometimes. They're fun to watch. Yes. All right. Let's just enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. Okay. So I guess, so one thing I want to do is get back to the game, right? Quintana pitch, as mentioned, Will Crow comes in. You would think he would bridge the gap. They said, I mean, they weren't sure if Benor was even available. Clearly Benor was only available for one inning. Felt like Shelton wanted to maybe save him. Um, I think that's when you can come up here. So, so Crow goes clean inning, comes back out. Not too good. Um, so give me your take. What do you want to talk there about that second inning from Crow? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I had a client in my office while that was happening. I meant the decision making. Oh, I, oh the decision making. I was like, I don't know exactly what went wrong with Will Crow. Oh. Well, he I just wasn't good. Of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't I can't go into specifics about what went wrong with it. But in regard to the decision making there, um, you I think he pulled him at the right spot. If Bednar is only available for one inning, I still don't know that I quite completely get it because he needed to get what one out. So mm-hmm. are, are we really going to split hairs over like an extra, what, maybe seven pitches? But we already went over. We, we're all right with De Los Santos getting a shot there. The thing that really screws with it is that three batter minimum, which makes you probably want to go more Bednar there because if, De Los Santos getting us in trouble like he did, you're screwed. Good call. Yeah. So that's something that really probably changes it there or you probably lean going Bednar more. If his previous years, you can go De Los Santos. If he walks that first guy, quick hook. So I lean that I would rather go Bednar, but I'm okay. Not completely blowing his arm out, even though it might've only been seven pitches. Most likely the way he threw today, it wouldn't have been much. He hasn't thrown since the 19th. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I know it has been a bit, but that's even longer than I thought it was. Yeah, so he's rested. I don't know if they're just trying to reel him in a little bit because they have used the shit out of him as we discussed. (laughs) Because they know what's coming up. They're like, yeah, sorry, David, but (laughs) we need like 13 innings from you this upcoming week. Yeah, it's possible. Right. But yeah, I lean Bednar there, but I'm okay going De Los Santos. The three batter minimum really throws a wrench into it where I'd probably just rather go with Bednar. Yeah. Uh, and we can uh, revisit De Los Santos another day when, you know, maybe you don't want to get a win or you don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. Like, like I know we've harp on, on Sean 
quite a bit for his bullpen usage. And again, he's used it a lot better this year. And this is a situation where typically I wouldn't agree with this. You know, like this is this is why we went years and years upon like screw the closer role. Like put your best pitcher in in the biggest situation. And this would have been it. This would have been the time to bring in David Bednar. It's too close of a game. Just get him out right now, end it, and we can move forward. But just also understanding this is a rebuilding year, right? Just understanding that you probably want to see guys do things and, and you give some passes. And again, that there's not that many options anyways. So, okay, you use Bednar, and then what's after that? You're going to use the guys anyways, and they could screw this game up later as well. So I, I understand all that. But I did, for some reason today, really appreciate putting De Los Santos in there and seeing what the kid got. Put him in that type of a situation. And, um, yeah. So, so again, like, typically, I wouldn't like that. That's the spot Bednar goes in. But I'll give this a pass because of the way the team is constructed and going towards but what do you think about leaving crow in for so long yeah i mean it's again do you it's probably a little iffy on if he wants to go de los santos there so he's probably just trying to get out of it and get to bed the ninth really what this comes down to to me is that ben sherrington has built a terrific bullpen <laughs> we can harp all we want on Neil Huntington's moves, but the guy could build a bullpen. Ben Sherrington has done nothing close to that. We can yell about Shelton all day and all night. He can only throw who's in there. At some point, you yes. got to give him someone that can get out other than David Bednar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with all that. Um, I kind of felt like Shelton was playing a little bit of fire today. I feel like just knowing that Bednar was only available for an inning, he was just saying, I mean, Will, you, I'm, I'm pulling for you. Like, please, please do better. Until it was at the, like, the last minute, it's like, okay, you, you no longer are, and now I'm going with De Los Santos. That's just kind of how I feel with it, too. Like, knowing that Bednar was just available for winning today, I felt like changed everything. Because if it's yeah. good for two, we got this. You know, Crow, you're not doing too well. Bednar, go in, get out of this, go the next inning, then we'll go forward. But I felt like because he was only available for one, I felt like Sean was playing a little bit of fire. Just going with the odds a little bit. Like, okay, I mean, Will Crow, you're my second best reliever, so I need you to get out of this. Yeah. And that's what he did until he didn't. And again, when you don't have that much of a bullpen to use, like, what are the odds? Do you just roll with Will Crow and hope he does? Or do you go with a De Los Santos, mm -hmm. you know, or a Stratton who struggles, you know, or unknown? So I'm, I'm okay with what happened today. Um, ultimately what, what did happen though, is the pirates came back and won Stratton shut it down, um, after Bednar and the pirates got the win. Yeah. But real quick, just to go back to the bullpen, like you said, Will Crow has been your second best reliever. And at that point, it's what a six, one game. It just turned really quick. And it, mm -hmm. like, he probably got caught with his pants down six and didn't game. think it was gonna Was it six, two? Yeah. So he probably just kind of got caught with his pants down because it turned like very, very quickly. It did. Or all of a sudden it was like six four or something. Yep. Because it was six, six four five. when Crow came out. And then De Los yeah. Santos came in and those other two runs that scored were, of course, charged to him. Crow. Yeah, but like he's he's the second best reliever. You're just hoping he can survive another inning. Yeah. I'm with you. 
I was just trying um, to look and see how many pitches Bednar threw today. 14, Bednar, nine yep. strikes. <laughs> it's the quick, quick alley for him. And of course, he just looked uh, just untouchable, as always. So like, I'm with you. Could he have gone 1.1 right there? Yeah. Right. Save us all the headaches. Save Stratton from having to pitch an extra inning. Yeah, <laughs> really. Save the rest of your bullpen, but uh, I guess they don't really care if they throw them out. Right. Well, at least and we got Henry's an extra inning game with the stupid roll. Yes. Yeah. Which helped, though. I mean, it helped in the Pirates' favor, at least. I guess. Still dumb. Yeah, I hate it. Agree. But no, go back. So at least Heath Henry wasn't here to pitch, though. Thank God. We didn't get to talk about that yet, right? As a collective. No. Like you guys didn't even, right? No. Yeah. So that happened, what, yesterday? I think so. Yeah. Yep. And we weren't on. So Heath Hembry, now, of course, it came expensive, Jared Eikhoff. But Heath, Heath Hembry is no longer on the team. Yeah. <laughs> so. Thank God. <clears throat> finally moving on from that. Good stuff. I mean, I felt like they'd hang on to him for a little bit of time. Just because it's even about like that, how stubborn they are on this stuff. Mm-hmm. They're paying him money. They're going to keep him because they're going to keep trying to have arms stashed or whatever, and they don't care mm-hmm. about winning. So Heath Henry, you can have a nine year up until the trade deadline, and then we'll move on from you. So like, good on them for removing him from this team. He wasn't good. He clearly doesn't have it. So yeah, he man stinks. Up, right? Very happy that it wasn't you. Yes. Because we talked a little bit about that, that we thought that was going to be maybe the corresponding move whenever Cruz came up. Mm-hmm. Then we thought it was going to be the corresponding move again. And it, so I'm glad they're kind of sticking it out with them, which is something I don't think they would usually do. They're going to keep all the guys that they can. Even does not matter how bad they are. We're seeing it with you, Chang. Exactly. Like exactly how you put it. They're just going to keep as many guys as they can. And that's why they would keep Henry. And that's why we thought that view would be gone. So view is still here. Glad to see it. Henry's gone. Um, so good on that. Now, what do you think about the Zach Thompson situation? Because clearly Jared Eikhoff ain't it. That's, that's not this, the solution. We're going to see Bryce Wilson back? No. God, I hope not. But I don't want to see Eikhoff either. Right. Does this mean so I don't know what the I, I don't know what the next option really is at this point? I feel like it's gonna be Bryce Wilson. I mean, it's going to be, but I, there's nothing really else in triple A to go to. So it's probably gonna be Bryce Wilson. He stinks really yes, badly. He does. I I off is worse. So I guess you just Bryce Wilson maybe can survive like four innings and not give up 10 runs. Maybe do you think six. we'll go with that option. Are you going to say Michael Burroughs? So I'm going to put two options out there. I'll start with Burroughs. I'll start with Burroughs. Could you potentially see Burroughs get a spot? Cause here's the thing too, with Zach Thompson, it sounds, we don't know. And again, it's a Pirates training staff. Three weeks from now, come back and on six day IL because he had Tommy John two yeah. weeks ago. So it sounds like with Zach Thompson, it's not going to be something too, too serious. Maybe a yeah. start or two, hopefully, for our sake as well. Um, and if that is the case, 
would you maybe just give Michael Burris like, hey, here's a, here's a start. See what you got, kid. He's been doing doing phenomenal. He's in AAA now. I mean, I honestly I wouldn't be against that. He's twenty two, turned twenty three soon. He's in AAA already. He's pitched pretty lights out in Double A. He's only thrown three innings in Triple A and gave up a run or so. But oh well. Mm. I wouldn't. I, I don't know if I'd be against it. I mean, I, I, pro, I would probably really take a hard look at that because I don't know that we really need to see Bryce Wilson throw anymore. <laughs> I know I don't. Right. I don't. I certainly don't. Unless he's going to do something to change something that he has, right? Which he hasn't. The other option I was going to give you, which also in the chat here, is Cody Bolton. Is this maybe his time to finally get that opportunity to show what he has? I kind of forgot that he existed. So I'll, I'll do this then. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> my thing with him, it kind of, he's pitching he's been, pretty well. But it doesn't, like, he doesn't have the innings per se. So I don't know if they would bring him up. So, like, like he has started, right? So his last start, he only pitched two innings for that three innings, four innings, five innings. So like he has gone to five innings, but like not consistently. And again, like his last two add-ons are three innings and two innings. So I don't know if they're like going to rely on him to go out there and give him like the Pirates a start per se. Um, I'm kind of curious as to why he's not getting as many innings recently. Um, and that could just be on me too, because I'm not that familiar yeah. right now. Like why he only lasted that? Because it wasn't like he pitched poorly. I'm guessing it has to do with maybe the fact that he hasn't thrown since 2019. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but again, like he did hit five innings June 2nd, yeah. and he's gone less each time out, four, three, then two. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too familiar on that situation, but I think I'd probably lean a little Mike Burroughs right now. Mm-hmm. Why not? Um, that's where I would lean I- again. I feel like it'll be Bryce Wilson, but I want to go ahead and, lean and say, Michael Burrows, go ahead. Here's your taste of the majors. Like give him a little bit of like what the Rones Contreras situation was going to be at the beginning of this year. And once again, you already screamed other than the O'Neill Cruz situation that you don't care about triple A, right? It's not for development. He's beyond double A. He's in triple A now. So if that's not for development, just call him up. And, and again, like it's not looking like long-term at all. Like Ono Cruz was to be here to be her long-term this. I don't I don't think anyone's screaming like, Hey, he succeeded double a, he needs to be in the majors. Now, no one's out here pounding the table. Mm-hmm. that Michael Burroughs has to be in the major leagues right now. And I think it's perfectly fine. Like have him up here. Spot, 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 spot. <laughs> Oh my God, a spot start or two. Um, and just like give him that taste, give him a little kudos here. It helps you out, might help this bullpen out as well. Um, and then just get Zach Thompson back in here and, and call it a day and say, Thank you, Michael Burroughs. Go spend some time out in AAA, get some more work. I don't know if he deals, then so, sorry, Zach Thompson. <clears throat> Go have now, fun in the bullpen. 
Now, Anthony in the chat does say I'm officially pounding the table about about Burroughs. So I'll take it back. Not maybe not everyone, but he certainly is. And he makes a good point too. He says Burroughs this year is as experienced as Contreras in your hurry last year. And like that I agree yeah. with. Um but is your hurry hurt again? I thought no. that's all he was. Is he? Or is he in triple A? I yeah. thought he was hurt. Again. Now he's back. He got back off the IL again. Good for him. Yep. Um, so so I, I think it's a little bit different. I don't know. Maybe it's because like his prospect status. Do you think that might be the difference? He's a little more under the radar still. I mean, like Contreras was yeah, until maybe, he wasn't. But... And I feel like Burroughs is still under the radar a bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at the numbers wise, maybe it's because the, he doesn't have the slider that Contreras has, plus the curveball, plus throw upper 90s. But results wise, they're very similar to what mm-hmm. they've done in the miters. You would have to clear a 40 man spot, which should be really difficult with this team. So I don't know that they do that for a spot start, though. I know. And they have a bunch of guys coming back. Like they're going to have to make a bunch of decisions on. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I hate to say it, but these pieces of trash are coming back from Triple A. I mean, listen, it's Josh Van Meter. Ben Gamble's a difference. He's good, but Yoshi. Van Meter, I mean, like they could just be DFA'd. Kevin Newman, Kevin Newman, the same. Like, there's a lot, there's there's some decisions coming up, and that was a question here as well. I wanted to talk about the pitching with Zach Thompson first. I think we're kind of both aligned that I'd rather see Burroughs, even though the forty man has to be made. Like you said, I think it clearly can be done. Um, but regardless, Bolton's possibly a scenario but i think it's clearly going to be bryce wilson for all the reasons so let's talk about that so the guy's coming back so we know newman yoshi van meter and gamble all on rehab starts that's four guys yep yep so that means assuming all are going to come back onto the club active what four players are bouncing from this club in some form or fashion I mean, they're going to have to clear some 40-minute spots as well. Right. So one gets cleared by Max Kranich finally going to the 60-day. Um, Yu Chang is an obvious one. I mean, he has to go, right? That's I mean, Yoshi like, just takes his spot. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked to see Diego Castillo go down. And then who really cares about like Yoshi and Kevin Newman? So like that's where I'm at though. I agree with every decision you made, right? Kranich six a day, Yo um Yoshi, uh Chang DFA. But but also like Marcano, he's coming back from the COVID sometime. Yeah. So really Which, there's five. Yeah. So you need do you think Marcano stays in the major leagues? Or does he go back down to? I would. Altoona or Indy. Cal Mitchell is another one that could po- possibly go down. Um, I don't know if they would and go Marcano. Bly. I'd keep him up right now. Yeah. He's 26. 
don't send them back down. I right now I'd send Cal Mitchell down over him. So um, that, I, that I agree with. In regard to Castillo or Marcano, I don't know which way they would go. I would venture to guess they'd keep Castillo up here because they like him. I don't. I don't know. The thing is, Marcano can play so many spots. And when you get Kevin Newman back, unfortunately, you've got enough in the middle infield. Like, we got plenty there. Right. Diego can really only play those two spots, maybe a little third. Yeah. He can go go in the outfield, but it's not pretty. (laughs) No, no, you don't want that. Marcano, I'm very confident, comfortable with. And, And I think that's like, I agree with your sense there. I think Marcano stays simply for the fact that he's a good defender. And again, we, we see it in second base. We also see it in the outfield. Diego Castillo, like if Newman comes back, he's your second baseman. Oh. Unfortunately. And as MFWAGS22 says, if I ever see Newman again at this point, I'm smashing my TV. I hope you have the service plan because yeah. <laughs> you're going to need coming. a new one because he's coming back. And O'Neill Cruz is going to be yep. your shortstop. Kevin Newman's probably going to be your second baseman. And then I can see like Marcano being that in-between guy, right? He can be the middle infielder. He can play some outfield as well. Obviously, Reynolds is there. Gamble comes back. Like there's Cal's replacement. And then Sawinski. So like, so then where's Bly? You know what I mean? Like I know he's 26. Like as far as prospects needing at-bats, Bly probably doesn't need as many. Although I still want to get him at-bats, right? But like Diego Castillo is that guy. Diego Castillo... I feel like he's going to be left out into the dusk if he stays up here yeah. with those guys. I want him in AAA getting at bats every single day, opposed to staying up here and playing twice a week at most. Yeah, and he's he's had the opportunity this year. It hasn't happened. He's had ample time. Go get some at bats in AAA. Let's see what we have in the rest. Oh of yeah, them. in Hoy Park. Yeah, him too. God, there's so much trash on this. See what team. I mean? Like you can clear a 40 spot for Michael Burris. <laughs> and like Josh Vaminer does not also have to come back. I, I no. It stinks. I know they're going to do it. I just deep down feel like he's going through this rehab and he will be back in Pittsburgh. But they clearly could say, you know what? We're just DFAing you. Because there's no point. Because okay. we have yeah. Hoy Park. We have Castillo. We have Marcano. We have Kevin Newman. We have O'Neill Cruz. Why do we need Josh Van Meter? We didn't need you on April 6th. For some reason, we got you. We don't need you on June 22nd, 24th, whatever day tomorrow is. <laughs> and whenever his rehab is going to be up. Like, I just don't, I don't see a need of having Josh Van Meter come back, period. No. There's absolutely no reason to bring him back. Absolutely not. They have enough of him that are younger and just as bad. So do you There's, think that's the play? No, they're going to bring him back. I mean, dear God, Denardo, this team's still playing Yu Chang so, two out of three games. I know. Oh, God, don't <laughs> even start. Okay, so so let's be serious then. Okay, so let's do this one by one. So Gamble comes back. Yeah. We'll just say Kranich 60 day, right? There's a 40 man spot there. Right. So then 
Yoshi comes How back. They have on their forty man. Where's Ethan? Thirty. I'm not even gonna play now because there's. So theoretically, right? We know Marcano's on the IL for COVID. So is um, Mariznik. So that's why there was another forty man open this time. Well, Mariznik's on the sixty day IL, isn't he? But but he also they put him on the COVID to, oh. to clear a forty man. So, I mean, maybe Roberto Perez with COVID as well. <laughs> come, sure. come on down, Roberto. I'll, I'll give you some COVID. We need to clear some 40, man. But okay. Uh, so again, Gamble, yeah. Kranich, Yoshi, Chang, Newman comes back. Probably Diego. Marcano. We thinking, we're thinking um, Cal Mitchell, right? Yeah, I think Cal Mitchell's one to go down. Hoy Park. So, but Hoy Park, there's no one else then left, right? Oh, Josh, if Josh Van Meter than Hoy Park, there's- yeah, that's right. But wouldn't you rather see Hoy Park than Josh Van Meter? Oh yeah, but will we? No. This goes back to wanting to collect. Well, did you mention Yu Chang? Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope he's the first one to go. Um, we talked about it earlier. They just want to keep as many bodies around as possible. Right. They are collecting players. It's like Pokemon. It's really what it feels like. Right. Uh Honestly, I don't even so, need to see Yoshi back. So some comments in the chat here. See, I think so it says they can trade Gamble to make room. I mean, they can. I don't know if he's... I don't know if they can really trade him now. Like, I don't know if that trade value is there. I mean, eventually. I, I'm all on board. Like, once the deadline comes, trade him. It's not going to be much. But yeah. you trade him for whatever you got. Because you just have too many players. People yeah. need that bats. That situation is different than the Quintana one to me because they need guys that can pitch quality innings for them. Gamble, they got enough guys behind them that he's just going to be taking a spot. Yeah, even though we differ I, on Quintana, I, well. I agree. They, they are. I different. know he's playing well, but or played well early in the year. But, but there's an, there's too many guys that you need to see. True, and like on top of that too. There's an argument, which I can also make too. Like, there's an argument that you could look to try to extend Quintana. Like, there's there's a real mm-hmm. potential desire to want Quintana back next year and to give him that extension. With Gamble, I don't look at it that way. And it's not like it's not taking anything away from Gamble. It's just I can find another Ben Gamble for for very very cheap because that's how yeah. we got Ben Gamble. But on top of that, I feel like we can probably find some Ben Gambles in this eight man rotation of an outfield that we're going to have at the end of this year. You know what I mean? So like, that's part of it too. You need Quintana or someone like Quintana because you lack that. And right now the pirates don't lack Ben Gamble. So I'm perfectly okay with them training Ben Gamble at some point. So yes, like eventually he will open one up. Um, But he also asked, does Vogelbach have any trade value? I don't really think so. Do you, He's kind of a pain to have because he has no value other than being a DH. 
And when you have this many players right now that you want to see, him just clogging up at the H spot's kind of annoying. <laughs> like he's literally clogging it up with his body. He's <laughs> Physically, very, he's very large. <laughs> I don't think he really has any trade value, but I wouldn't be opposed to moving him. Because they don't need a guy that has no versatility. And also, he's not hitting that well. Right. He, this is the thing about corner, and he's not even a corner, he's like strictly a DH. That takes even less value away from him. Yeah. Like those guys you can find. He's strictly a DH and not hitting. <laughs> right. So it's like, and, and man, mind you, like, you know, he's had a bad streak. If he could get hot again at the trade deadline, you know, like maybe he gets some value then. But again, like the value is going to be so low because you can find those guys. But mind you, he does have that extra year of control. Potentially, he has that option. And I know what you're saying about all the different guys. We want to see them, but I don't think they're all going to truly pan out. Like Cal Mitchell really just might not be too much. Like Blyam Adris, no. again, he's performed. He's had a fantastic start to his pro career in the majors. But I'm... I'm cautious on him, on how he's going to truly perform. So if you're looking at next mm-hmm. year, like Vogelbach might be that consistent. I mean, again, like he's not the best hitter, but he is a good hitter and he has power. And like, maybe I want that guy next year as well for this team. So kind of, I guess maybe kind of similar to the Quintana situation opposed to the Gamble one. I know he's taking his spot per se, but you could have him back next year. And I think I want him back next year. Eh, I can do without. Yeah. He's, if anybody cares about war, he's literally worth zero war. Right. He is the most replaceable player on the planet. All right. Well, that's enough of that. I can find a thousand fat guys that can hit home runs and hit league average. (laughs) I don't know if you can. (laughs) I mean, maybe all those stuff, but then put fat on top of it. That's, I mean, they don't make too many boys like him. But really, he has eight home runs. There's, he, he's not hitting. Like, he's still walking decent. Although, he, I mean, he has a good feel in the strike zone. He does. And I'll and tell you something. His, One thing I like about Vogelbach, holy hell do I love this guy. Well, on top of that, he does not shy away from telling that ump if that was actually a ball or strike. I mean... You know how Cervelli used to get into it? But Cervelli, yeah. I felt like, is very passionate, you know, and, and it's how he was, a very passionate type of person. And that's how you tell Daniel Vogelbach just, and I'm sorry, like, he just, he comes off looking like he, he's a dick. <laughs> I feel like he's probably a dick in real life. And that's he, how he acts uh, towards the ump, and I love it. He has to have a world record for the most F-bombs dropped on TV. Probably. Absolutely. And it's June 23rd. I will give him this. His expected weighted on base average is 371. So maybe there's more in that tank other than j- donuts. <laughs> Daniel I just, don't really, I just don't really care to see much more, to be honest. Yeah, see, I don't know. Like Anthony says too. It's like, like he's he's cheap. I know. Yes, but he but he's he so literally cheap. only played. I get it, but 
how you said like he there's more in there. Like I feel I like Daniel Vogelbach. I I, I do. I, I think he's a productive player. And I think at the end of the year, you'll look back and say, like, he did his job. Like, it's not it's not flashy. He's not going to be out there and have, like, a 120-plus, you know, way to run current plus. Like, he's not this great hitter, but he's a productive hitter. He walks. There's like, nothing productive about anything you just said. Shut up. There is. <laughs> at the end of the year, I'm saying, when you look back. At the end of the year, gonna I'm a, we're going to look back and think he wasn't a good hitter. He I didn't say he wasn't numbers. a good hitter, or did I? He, <laughs> he wasn't a great much. hitter. Not, I'm saying he's not a great hitter. He's not going to have a one. He's not going to be David Ortiz. Plus. But when you look back, he's going to have a fine season. And for that production and for that cost, I want to have him back again next year. What do we consider fine for a DH? One ten way to run play, way to run credit plus for this team at like five hundred thousand dollars a year. He's getting paid like below league minimum. <laughs> That's how cheap his option is. But he legitimately can't play in the field. Neither could our actual first baseman. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with riding out with Vogelbach. That's all I'm going to say. As far as trade value, that's where I feel like there is no trade value. Yeah. That you're really getting in return. And I would rather him be because because of the fact that he has the option to be here next year. I want him next year. And I'm going to write it out. Now, again, if he didn't have that option, I would just say, go ahead and get what you can get from him. But he has an option. I feel like I want him back. He has been the complete opposite of a productive major leaguer his entire career. Other than the one year he had 30 home runs. Okay. He's figured it out. Could have some hearts. He's the same player he's been every year. Not great. We'll find out. I don't really want to. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, so what other questions you guys have? We about to wrap this up. This might be the most I've talked in the week. <laughs> it shows. Not me. All I've done. <laughs> Covering for you guys. Yep, yep. God, I, I, I'm supposed to be the lazy one of this group. Oh, you are the lazy one of this group. That's why you're struggling uh, right now. Not lately. Good Lord, having to cover every night. I mean, I got to come back on, you know, having COVID and doing this because I feel so bad for you. Well, it's no, you have to come back because Jim took another night off. Two things can be true. <laughs> I can't do NS9 live by myself. No, we know that. It's an hour show. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So maybe we'll wrap this up here. Again, I don't know if anyone has any questions. Bucko Mike says, will Cruz hit above 240? Yes, he will. I don't know. I'm just going to. That's my hot take. It's not that hot. I mean, 240 is not that big of a measuring stick. So <laughs> It's not. Right. I wouldn't be shocked by like 235. Same. still actually a productive season. Right. Because at some point he's going to walk this year. But listen, <laughs> I cannot stress. And I know we talked about behind the scenes. I know we talked about beforehand. Like I cannot stress how badly I want him to win rookie of the year. And I know you're on the same page. And I know Jim is too. 
I want him to run, win Rookie of the Year so freaking badly. That way he can just stick it to the Pirates, and the Pirates can say, we screwed up. We could have had a draft pick. Now he has a full year of service time anyways, and maybe next year they can rethink things with potentially a Michael Burrows or Henry Davis. Michael Burrows probably isn't going to be a top 100. He might be. I don't he know. might. He might be sneaking up in there. He'd have to really jump up on the Pirates list, and I don't know if that's going to happen. Well. But all he has to do time. is make it in there on what one of them. I think it's the combat. Oh, yeah, MLB. They use MLB, don't they? Or is it the combination? I, I thought they, they used multiple different ones. Yeah. You-, you know, I forget now how exactly they determine that. Yeah. But. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, see, Bucko Mike says Gore Rookie of the Year to lose. Like, I get that, but. Gore has to be top two. He does only, first off, he does only have to be top two. <laughs> Second off, Gore's underlying numbers aren't that great. And Gore's been struggling recently. And Gore men for the Cardinals strikes out a ton. And it's, just, it's wide open. It is wide open for Rookie of the Year. And let's, mm-hmm. let's not forget, I mean, literally, the. By the second inning of Emil Cruz's first game in the majors, he had all of national media talking about him. So the attention's yeah. there. If you're not actually going to have that excuse of, well, he is a Pittsburgh Pirate and he was hidden if you want to talk about him. No one has stopped talking about Onel Cruz since his promotion. So he yeah. has the spotlight oh, on him. <laughs> he definitely does. Like you said, I hope that he just goes on a tear and wins it. Correct. Just shoves it right up their butt. Correct. <laughs> right up their butt. At a premium position like shortstop. And yep. plays it effectively. Adequately. Don't <laughs> ask for much. That's it. All right. Well, it's fun talking with you guys. I got to go. I'm done talking. Yeah. So we'll be back tomorrow, though, after the game. Um, Probably not Jim. I don't, as I say, I don't even know who's going to be on. Yeah, I could, probably you and I again. No, Jim, I think we'll be it's back. Possible. So I'll give you a night we'll off. Worry Tyler. about tomorrow or tomorrow. There you go. All right, guys, we're out of here. Take it easy. Peace out. Bye bye. Peace out, Scouts. <laughs>